Hello everyone, I'm your host Cindy Ketzel. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Nine to Thrive HR. In this podcast, we team up with experts to bring you the best in HR, talent management, and business strategy. Today, I am so delighted to be joined by Laura Dominguez, VP of People and Communities at Cisco Meraki. As the head of People and Communities for Cisco Meraki, Laura oversees the growth and development of the Meraki Business Unit. She began with Cisco in 2013 as a part of Cisco Services when Composite Software Inc. was acquired. As the head of human resources, Laura fostered a culture of innovation that was recognized by Bay Area's top workplaces for multiple years in a row. Wow, Laura, gosh, thank you so much. We're so delighted to have you. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks so much for the invitation. Absolutely. I think we could all hear what you have to say right now about this topic. I think it's going to be fabulous for our listeners. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just jump right in. You know, I was thinking about this and, you know, I think all of us, listeners included, that we find that, gosh, we're nearly two years into this pandemic in our world, especially the world of work, right, just as as turbulence, just new normals keep popping up, popping up, popping up. So in many ways, it does feel that if we think about the workplace in terms of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, many employers and employees are just in survival mode. So what are you thinking? What are you thinking about employee engagement and the employee experience during this turbulent time? It's a great question. You know, when we think about our employees, um, they're our priority. At Meraki, we were an in-office culture, so we had to quickly shift and change the way that we worked so that we could maintain that human connection through our mandatory work from home. A focus on our leaders and teams, just making sure that we're leading with empathy, having that inclusion, and really be deliberate on addressing employees' needs. We know our employees had to shift from many things, um, going from caretakers to, you know, homeschooling, um, and others were completely isolated. And as we continue to return to work now, um, it's changing again. So our focus is on health and wellness. Uh, We have days for me to address burnout. We are piloting a four-day work week, so we'll be sharing that out in the summer of how that's going, but really looking at how we leveraged our EROs. They've been amazing, shifting from an in-office culture to, you know, virtually and expanding this experience for everybody globally. We've actually been able to expand our outreach to all of our um, employees on social issues. So where before they had to be just in the office, now um, they can receive this information worldwide and we can connect with them through our collaboration tools. I love that you kind of break up the two main focuses, if you will. You had talked about when, you know, two years ago, and you were an in-office culture and, and obviously had to go virtual for a number of reasons, but you really focused on connection. And, and that stays with that what we're, you know, what I'm asking you about is this employee engagement, employee experience. 
And then I love Laura that you shifted and said, but now, you know, we came from that space and people were caretakers and they had to be homeschool teachers and, and some were very isolated. And now we are shifting into this different space. And I love that you said, now we're focusing on those health and wellness. It's a new change. We're focusing on health and wellness and how can we test some of these things now with that new normal? I love that there was a shift, almost like a, a rapid response, if you will, from here's where we were two years ago, here's where we are now, and how do we need to make that shift within our organization? I love that. I love that you mentioned that and that you're able to reach people globally, which is huge. That's a, a great uh, concept as we're going into this distributed workforce world. So let me ask you about this. I know this is a question that a lot of people have had. Um, we're, we've been doing at HCI webcasts over and over about uh, the scarcity of employees, but also the idea of employee retention. So what have you all experienced? What changes um, in employee retention and, and what programs or changes have you made to quickly adapt to that? Oh, we call it the great resignation, right? Um, yes. is, is what's out there. Uh, we're shifting uh, the mindset and reframing it really to the great reevaluation and the great appreciation. Um, our employees are evaluating life's priorities, how they work, what the purpose is, what's important to them um, is different. And it means different things to every individual. So we're trying to be really flexible in our programs and um, and everything that we do. So like I mentioned, you know, we were in in office culture for our talent pool now. We're broadening our outreach to make sure that we go where the talent is. So where our attrition hasn't peaked as high as some of our um, competitors and others in the industry because we're going with the talent and having that flexibility. Uh, we know that hybrid work um, you know, we're figuring it out as we go. But what we're really leaning into is a employee and teams led approach. So we're having the discussion at the team level of what works best for them so that they can adapt and they can make sure that uh, they work well together. And the best thing about Cisco Meraki is we get to work with Cisco, who has all the collaboration tools that enable the technology and really make it easy for us. Yeah, I love that you mentioned the fact that you're leveraging Cisco and, and Cisco's host of tools that you can use to make life a little bit easier to collaborate. You know, I think that's so important in organizations, leverage what you have based on where you are. Laura, I wanted to just really quick, you said Cisco Meraki is reframing the great resignation, and I jotted down to the great evaluation. What was the term you used after that? You said the great evaluation and the great appreciation. So I am really pushing our leaders to think about how do you appreciate your employees and really looking at ways that we can recognize and make sure that, you know, as we look at our recognition strategies, while we haven't made big changes there, we're really trying to ensure that, you know, we're appreciating the fact that they're being inclusive now and hybrid in the way that they work. So making sure that we're really making note of each and every way, everybody's different. How does that individual want to be um, rewarded and feel valued and appreciated? Yeah. And I definitely want to ask you a little bit about what you all are doing with recognition. But another thought came to me. 
So I'm coming back to that. Uh, but I do want to ask you, because I've heard this before, since the really probably, gosh, early, maybe six months, eight months, nine months into these last two years, I was hearing a lot about inequities. And so I guess I'd love to hear your perception on this um, at Cisco Meraki. Do you feel that pain of that perceived inequity in a hybrid workforce where some roles are remote and some can't be remote to the nature of work? Or is that not something that uh, you all are experiencing? I think that perception is valid. Um, I pulled some data and we know that, um, especially because we have the luxury of having the collaboration tools. Um, in the past, 8% of the meetings had one remote employee. So Cisco's been global. Um, that'll be shifting to 98% of the meetings will at least have one employee that's remote dialing in. And so how do we maintain um, you know, and, and be inclusive, right? I mean, it's reality that in some roles, you just cannot work remotely. So we're leading with flexibility. We know that um, those that may not want to come into the office for whatever reason, that's okay. And we also know that there are employees who prefer coming into the office. They do their best work there. So how can we match those roles and ensure that we, um, give that preference, you know, and that flexibility. And I go back to, you know, Cisco has, um, it's a large organization with many careers and opportunities. So uh, employees don't have to leave Cisco, um, you know, Cisco Meraki, we're looking at talent movement. So if the role's not right for them here at Meraki, they have other opportunities within Cisco that might be a better opportunity for them. And Laura, as you're saying that, I'm like, okay, this could be a whole other podcast to talk about because you are such a large organization and how individuals, I think that's what really stuck with me. As soon as you said that, I'm like, oh, it becomes a community and people are able to be mobile throughout that community. They don't have to leave, but if they want a role that they're working from home, how are they doing that? And they can do that within your organization. I love that. That, like I said, a whole other topic. We, right. won't, we, won't go, we won't go too far down that path. But yeah, that's that. I think organizations need to be thinking about that. Going back to your point of, you know, let's flip that script on being a uh, the great resignation to being a great evaluation and great appreciation. If we can flip that script and, and find the mobility for folks who either want to be home or want to be in the office, we can find opportunities. Incredible. I love that. Well, that brings me back to, I had mentioned to you, I wanted to come back to your thoughts around recognition. So what all have you done? And I know you've inferred a little bit in these last few questions, but what changes or updates have you made to match what you're doing with your recognition strategy? So right now, we haven't made a significant shift um, in our strategy. We're still figuring that out. And there are opportunities there. We know that. We know that rewarding inclusion, uh, making sure that one experience in the office and remotely, um, ensuring that all voices are heard. Um, the other piece is ensuring that we avoid recency bias, that that does not creep in when we're evaluating performance, you know, as part of people coming back into the office, you know, making sure that we're taking a moment and to evaluate every aspect so that when we do change our strategy, 
that it's effective when we looked at it from every possible angle. Yeah, gosh, I suspect it will be top notch. I mean, just hearing what you're mentioning and how you're really leveraging the tools in your organization and making sense of roles being remote and some roles not being remote and and fitting people into those different uh, roles. I mean, I think that I can imagine that when you all get to this next level of what will this strategy look like, I suspect it will be uh, all those things that you have mentioned, inclusive and all voices being heard and removing any, I think you said recency bias, if I understood you correctly. Yeah, um, that's great. Yeah, you're thinking about it, right? You're already starting to think about how that needs to shift. So let me, I just mentioned, so, and I know you've talked a little bit about how Cisco, the fact that you're able to leverage the tools that you have, which I think is amazing and and so fortunate because you are Cisco Meraki and you're able to do this and you have the tools to leverage. But tell us, tell the listeners, how have you been able to make changes to those internal tools to make them more useful for commuting across a hybrid workforce? Because there might be things that nuggets, right, of information that other organizations might be able to pick up and make change with. So for Cisco, the collaboration tools, one of the ones that we use on a regular basis is WebEx Teams. And that has a people insight component. And it really helps our employees and leaders manage time. So it allows you to see, you know, how long you've been in meetings for the week. Um, It allows you to see if you've been multitasking in meetings to see whether or not you're present and maintaining that, you know, human connection. It also allows you to see if you're booking time outside somebody else's preferred work time. And so, you know, being sensitive to other individuals um, globally, different time zones, you know, folks are moving to different areas and we know we have to work together. So how are we empathetic with working with each other? So that piece is just really awesome that we have that and we can check. It allows us to see whether or not we're late to meetings and how often we're late. So it gives us a little bit of accountability on, um, you know, especially like for myself as I lead a team so I can see like, okay, I need to be more proactive and sensitive about their time if I'm always showing up late. So from a hybrid workforce, uh, it does. It allows us to really manage our time and and provide really great people insight. So smart to be able to have employees in your organization have access to this tool is what you're saying, right? Correct. Yeah. So gosh, what a great way. I think about my phone and it does not do all of the things that you have mentioned, but you know, I just think about how I use my phone for that same purpose to schedule all my meetings and have my notes list. But gosh, if organizations were able to have something right there, like you all do at Cisco Meraki right there available to me, I suspect there's probably analysis that can come off of that too, I would guess. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Wow. That really, and I love that you had mentioned it also allows, and I know you've used this term throughout our discussion today, it also allows for us to have empathy for others. And are we scheduling outside of their, you know, booking outside of the time that works for them and have being empathetic towards what other employees' needs are? That's great. I love it. And you, and you said web, I, I got WebEx. What was the name of, you said WebEx? It's WebEx Teams. So that's our teams. Um, collaboration yes. tool. 
Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. That makes sense. Wow. Awesome. I love that you all have the access to that. So let me ask you this as we near the end of our time here. You know, we're talking a lot about employees and what Cisco Meraki has done to help shape um, into this new time and space of evaluating and appreciating. But tell me a little bit about three things, two, three things, I suppose, that you feel that managers need to be focusing on in this current year. So I would say the three things is hybrid work. It's the future of the work. Um, You know, we need to make sure that our leaders are maintaining that connection with everyone, whether they're coming into the office or working remotely and making it flexible for individuals that they work with. I would also say the second thing is health and wellness. So, you know, safety first and being empathetic, um, creating an environment where employees feel safe to share and feel like they have permission to set boundaries. And then I would say the last thing would be developing self and I'd add self-care in there as well. Our leaders, you know, need to grow and learn. And we know that they've been adapting in this pandemic with, you know, hybrid work and the great resignation. They've been doing this all along. Um, And so our leaders need to take care of themselves um, so that they can take care of others. So ensuring that they're listening and finding creative ways to motivate employees, uh, go back to flexibility. You know, our work can be done in many different ways and just being open to that. And then, you know, I go on with the list, goes on and on. And I'm sure the next thing is right around the corner that they're going to have to adapt to. So, you know, really being kind to themselves and taking a step back and, you know, that self-care for them is important. I think sometimes all of us, manager, uh, people leader, um, in your role that you're in, colleagues, independent contributors, I love that you mention the self-care because I think that especially people leaders and managers, we need permission to be able to take care of ourselves, right? Like I feel like there's a lot on their shoulders right now. And you mentioned, right? You mentioned the next thing is just right around the corner that they're going to need to adapt to. So yeah, we need, we need them to stay healthy and happy and, and, and appreciating the employees that are, that are working for them. Oh my gosh. These are such good tips all the way through. These are such good tips. Well, Gosh, such a great conversation around engagement and thinking about employee experience, you know, and wrapping up here with with really making sure people are taking care of themselves. Laura, anything else you want to add before we hop off? Any final thoughts uh, personally or, or regard to Cisco Meraki? Well, just one thank you. I think it's great that um, we're having this conversation and always keeping it top of mind. Um, you know, I think, as you mentioned throughout the podcast here um, in the conversation, our employees are first. And so really making that connection and, um, you know, realizing we're humans. So, you know, we're all different. Yeah. And yeah. And you use the terms empathy and I know you were alluding to the idea of psychological safety and, and uh, you know, just self-care. I think that's so important. And it's so amazing that 
you all are doing that and threading that throughout your organization as well. And I know our listeners will be soaking up every bit that they can because all of these things are so important for us in a, as a workforce right now. So gosh, Laura, I cannot thank you enough for, for taking time with us today and, and sharing your knowledge with us. And thanks to our Nine to Thrive listeners. Of course, we couldn't do it without you. We will be back next week with a brand new episode. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast app. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating. Your rating helps other professionals and talent-minded people discover our program. For Nine to Thrive HR and all of us here at HCI, we appreciate you for tuning in. Make it a great day, everyone.